Hey there, welcome. It is Coach Natalie, and this is Up Your Feed. In this podcast, I share with you common questions I get from my nutrition clients. Because while everyone has unique needs, the questions are usually the same. And if they are asking, you probably are too. Here we go. In this episode, I'm answering the common question, how do I stop the all or nothing cycle? When clients come into our coaching program, they fill out an extensive consultation form. It gives us an idea of their current goals, but it also gives us insight to their common behaviors and roadblocks. We also learn about the things that they are already doing well so we can build on those things. One question we ask is, what is your biggest obstacle that you think might stand in your way? A frequent answer is having an all or nothing mindset. They will often say, I will do great for a few weeks, then something happens. I get sick, get busy with work, I go on vacation, or I lose motivation, then I stop. This all or nothing is a destroyer of consistency. And as I say, consistency is king. It is the key to making long-term lasting progress. Grinding really hard for a few days or weeks will only get you to the end of that period. Then you stop and it's game over. If this sounds like you, don't worry, you are not broken. Hitting that pause or stop button gives you a sense of relief when other things around you are happening. It gives you a breather from what can feel like a hard or busy time in your life. Unfortunately, that is somewhat of an illusion, and that illusion is amplified with the idea of, I'll start again on Monday, or I'll start when the time is right, or better, or less busy. But when you hit these all-out sprints when the time is, quote-unquote, right, or less busy, all it is doing is teaching you that you're good at getting fit or healthy when life is easy, and during a short, completely non-representative period of your life. What it doesn't do is give you the skills for getting healthy and fit during normal life. You know, the thing that is complicated, busy, stressful, maybe includes starting a new job or going on vacation, caring for a family member, raising kids, the stuff you actually live through most of the time. If you're trying to white knuckle your way through a nutrition program or working on it only when the time is perfect, you're not building transferable skills. And that is why it doesn't stick. So an obvious next question is, how do we build these skills? How do I get to a place where I'm breaking the all or nothing cycle? Truth is, there are different strategies and tools and everyone is different. This is why I work with clients one-on-one to help them navigate their unique circumstances and help them create their own nutrition toolbox of strategies to pull out when they need them. But Here's one habit you can start using today, right now, and do it every day, even if it's hectic, even if it's Thanksgiving, Christmas, Friday night. Imagine that food and eating is a scale from one to 10. Allow one to be the worst possible option you could think of. Make it crazy. I like to say a deep fried cheeseburger with fries, and a Snickers milkshake. Okay, pause. For the record, I don't think anyone should avoid any certain food. I think fries, cheeseburgers, Snickers, and milkshakes are all wonderful. 
and each can have their place in moderation. But for this tool, we have to set up our scale. Okay, now on the other side, level 10, let's think of something really extreme on the quote unquote healthy side. Let's say it's a bed of kale salad with grilled chicken and green pixie dust sprinkled over top. Both sides are extreme, but it helps to set the scale. Now when you're out eating or it's Christmas or you're on vacation, take a look at the meal you're about to eat. Give it a number on the scale. Where does it fall between those two extremes? Let's say you're gonna chow down on that deep fried burger. When you're working with the scale and you're in the moment, start to think of ways to make swaps or adjustments to move that item up the scale a little bit closer to 10. For example, instead of a deep fried burger, get a regular burger. Instead of having no vegetables on your plate, add a side of steamed broccoli or swap your fries for a baked potato. You could choose to get a smaller size milkshake and share it with someone that you're with. By making these swaps, you're moving yourself up the scale. Now you're easily at about a five or a six. The best part is you didn't have to sacrifice your goals and you didn't have to give up everything that you like. Now listen, the scale, it's an arbitrary thing. You get to set it, you get to pick the numbers. But the idea is that you're looking for swaps, you're looking for adjustments and ways to make things a little bit better. When you start to think of food and eating on a sliding scale, it allows you to work in the gray area rather than everything about food being black or white, all or nothing, on or off. Some things that you can do to adjust and move up the scale are pretty simple. Look for fiber from fruits, vegetables, whole grains. Make sure that there's protein on, in your meal. Swap for low calorie toppings. Adjust your portions. Give it a try, start today. The great part about this is you can use it all the time and it can be fun to find new ways to adjust your meals. I'm Natalie Sabin and this is Up Your Feed. Thanks for listening.